Find some funky on there. Just in case we gotta rip this joint up. So here's the thing. I'm looking at some of the country's finest thugs, and of course, young Mozart in a go-kart over there. People love great bank robbery stories, so let's give them something bold and brazen as to talk about over their lattes. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Real Talk. I am Shane. I'm Robbie. And today, we're going to run through a little bit of movie news that we've seen, and we're going to talk about Edgar Wright's latest movie, Baby Driver. So, let's get started with some news. Uh, what you got for me today, sir? Well, uh, kind of touching back on what we talked about last time with Matt Reeves doing his noir-based Batman movie. Okay. Uh, apparently, he's wanting to do a trilogy. I saw that earlier. Um, that's... I'm very interested, especially a good Batman movie. Like, you give me a good Batman movie, you can definitely make three of them. Uh-huh. Um, I wonder if that, I don't know, just for some reason that touches back on the idea that DC just seems to be winging their ideas right now. Yeah, it could be. It's like, you know, where we've got Marvel with this whole idea of like, you know, they had all their movies planned out, which we'll touch on a little bit later, some of the major plans for some of the Marvel movies. But they've had all these movies planned out. It seems like every other week, DC announces some new plan they want to do with their yeah, movies. Yeah, either something's, you know, new plan or something changes. Yeah. Constantly. And, I don't know, just to, to me, it's like, it's very interesting that we're wanting to build this world. And we're st- finally starting to move outside of Batman. Mm-hmm. But then they're like, I want to make three Batman movies. <laughs> Which, I mean, don't get me wrong, I love Batman. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, it's like, yeah, I, I mean, I can throw a rock and hit a good Batman movie. Yeah. It's like, I want a good Green Lantern movie, because yeah. we, des- we, we deserve that. Yeah. But, I don't know, I do think if they're going to do this, and actually have Batman be more of a detective, then it could work. I mean, it definitely Batman could can work on film, but this, yeah. this whole concept of it just being detective-based, I think, is just interesting. Especially if they go with a three-movie arc. Mm-hmm. To where it's like all three of these movies tie in on a level that maybe it takes this one, you know, in the background there's this one case that Batman's working on or this grand thing that takes three movies to figure out. And to touch back on that, like when you were talking about how the Batman should be the Red Hood, mm-hmm. I would do Red Hood as the first one, Court of Owls as the second one, and League of Assassins as the third one. Because kind of do what they've done on Gotham and have the League be the puppet masters of everything i could see that because in, in gotham they kind of use the uh, court of owls like there is a member on the council of the court of owls that is in the league of shadows oh league gotcha since whichever one you want to call them but you kind of find out that the league is there but they're not the ones running the show gotcha so i think that would be really good to do as a film series that could be interesting. I would say, like, that actually jumps at a level higher in mind because I would almost say do the Court of Owls three runs through. Mm-hmm. You know? Which, I mean, you could do that, too. Like, don't get me wrong, Court of Owls is great and can stand mm-hmm. on its own two feet, but just that got me in Gotham when I was watching it. Right. And I was just like, holy crap. I was like, just the fact that, you know, there's something bigger at yeah. the end of, you know, everything. I was like, this is really cool. And just to see Batfleck doing it would be awesome. Affleck's the one thing that kind of keeps me from 
buying in 100% to a trilogy. Really? Well, and it's not because I don't want to see it. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, we've already heard, now whether or not it's true or not, we've already heard so many rumblings over the last year of Affleck leaving the role. Mm -hmm. I don't know if based on that, if there was any truth to it or what, but it's like, because of that, it's hard for me to see Affleck saying, yeah, I'll do three more movies. I think that may have been more of just, he, that dude had a lot on his plate at that right. time. Because he was dealing with what, he was back in rehab for yeah. alcohol, his life with her, his marriage yeah, him, was falling yeah. apart. And they're wanting him to do the dark, like writing, directing, dark and acting. Successful, as another movie as successful as The Dark Knight. They yeah. wanted that again. And just one of those is stressful enough yeah. for one person, so... I don't know. I like. I hope that he stays on because I think he was awesome in Batman versus. Yeah, Superman. no, he's been as far as cinematic Batman's. He's been my favorite Batman so yeah. far. Even his little part there in a Suicide, in Suicide Squad. Squad. Yeah, I was like, I don't know. I like him and I, I want him to stay, but yeah, at the same time, I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah, no, I'm I'm all for that dude doing three. The only thing weird thing is that dude does three movies. He's going to be pushing fifty by the end of them. That's true. And that's nuts. Like, Yeah, that, that always struck me odd that they wanted to start Batman as old as they did. And that, to you know, pick up and run a franchise with at that point is kind of interesting. Like, I get the idea of wanting an older Batman for Batman versus Superman. Mm-hmm. But yeah, to go and then say, all right, now, now we want to continue these for... You know, if you got a Batman in his 40s in your first movie... And you want to make these for 10 to 20 more years. <laughs> well, Like, yeah, it's... dude's going to be able to do Dark Knight Returns <laughs> at the end of this. <laughs> like, that's going to have to be the last movie in the Matt Reeves trilogy is Dark Knight. And then you hand it off into Batman Beyond. <laughs> Clark's going to be like, come on, man, we just fought. <laughs> We're doing this again. <laughs> but at least we'd have an Oliver Queen. Yeah. By then. That'd be cool. Yeah. Didn't, um, where I haven't caught up on Arrow, especially where they, in League or Legion, Legends, sorry, not Legion, Legends. Uh-huh. Didn't when they went into the future, Ollie was missing his arm? Yeah. Yeah, he was. So that was kind of cool. Like, that is a cool touch. Yeah, it was, uh, they run up on, um, they think it's him and it's actually Connor. Mm-hmm. And then he takes him to Oliver and Oliver's just straight up goateed up. Kind of gray hair, missing an arm. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm all for, like, at this point, I'm all for anything DC can throw at me. Because I'm more of a DC guy than I am a Marvel guy. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about all this DC stuff. And you can definitely tell they're going bad heavy because you've got Batgirl, you've got Gotham City Sirens, you've got Suicide Squad 2, which basically, you know, Suicide Squad was basically Harley. Yeah. So you got her coming up. You got a new Batman movie. You got Nightwing. Like, they're definitely doubling down on Batman, which is DC's MO. Mm-hmm. Like, Universe isn't doing so well. Let's double down on Batman. Like, yeah, you see it with the animated movies. Mm-hmm. And... You know, it's basically like every other franchise with The Rock. <laughs> you know. <laughs> that being oh, said, man. if we get to the point where The Rock comes into a franchise as Batman. I don't know if I'm going to be able to deal with that. Sign me up. <laughs> Take all my money. No, I can't do that one. 
I get well. That means he's going to be uh, Black Adam. I just remembered that. So he is in this universe already. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking of the Rock as Batman. It's like, who are you? It doesn't matter who <laughs> I am. <laughs> his his cow has like the Adam West eyebrows, but it's only one of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness gracious! <laughs> the League of Smackdown. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus <laughs> so, You know what at this point I kind of want to see this Like even if it's just I wanted it to be like an SNL video or something But like I kind of need to see this Maybe the next time he hosts SNL Because you know he's going to host <laughs> Oh yeah, Black Adam So maybe it'll be like what happened if you got cast as Batman <laughs> I think I heard this on a podcast Let me go back and visit <laughs> That would be awesome <laughs> So what do you have though As far as movie, no- movie oh, news Oh um I saw that uh, apparently Samuel Jackson says Nick Fury is going to be in the Captain Marvel movie. That's cool. So, kind of, it's interesting. We hadn't seen Fury in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't his contract up? I think so. So, I guess I got him back on board. Which... When was the last time we saw him? Was it I think Ultron? it was Age of Ultron because, yeah, he wasn't there in Civil War. Right. And um, Movie that makes sense for him to have been in. Yeah, he wasn't there. Was he in yeah. Ultron, actually, now that I'm thinking about it? Yeah, he was at the farm. That's right, that's right. And the right, main reason I remember right. that is because um, either he was on S.H.I.E.L.D. at the time or he was referenced on S.H.I.E.L.D. because, um, remember when Fury brings home the helicarrier right. in that movie? He's like, they were like, I thought you weren't the uh, um, director of S.H.I.E.L.D. anymore. He's like, oh, I'm not. Coulson had gave him that oh, helicarrier. Gotcha. So, or um, Quinjet, my bad. Mm. You know, just keep a helicarrier. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe, no, maybe it was a helicarrier, wasn't it? Well, isn't that what showed up? The big, yeah, because it shows up as the uh, island is falling from the sky. Ultron. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. That's what it was. Huh. Okay. But, so I guess having him in her movie is like having Robert Downey Jr. in Spider Man. Yeah. Kind of have a familiar character there too. Kind of, yeah. you know, hold your hand into the MCU. Like, hey, come, this this is how we do things. Which is come interesting, because isn't, she's supposed to debut in Avengers, isn't she? I don't know, man. That movie, it seems like it's one of those, like, they keep changing a lot about Gotcha. Because I think it was, didn't it get moved around at least once? Wasn't it supposed to come out before Infinity War? Oh, Captain Marvel? Yeah. Maybe. I think so at one point. Like, I can't remember. Yeah, because some of this stuff, like, Spider-Man moves some stuff around. Because mm-hmm. I was reading that today, like, because Thor was supposed to come out today. And Black Panther was supposed to come out in November when Thor's coming out. So oh, okay. them getting Spider-Man back moved some stuff around. So that may have been, like, Captain Marvel was supposed to be next year and then Avengers, you know, at the end of next year instead of... Uh, in the middle. I think you might be right, actually. I think I do remember reading something about that back in the day. But, well, that'd be cool though, to have him back. Cause yeah, I'll, I'd definitely liked him in the role. And I always said that um, J.K. Simmons is the most accurate thing ever to be right. like, on film from comics, but Samuel L. Jackson being Nick Fury is the close second. Oh, yeah, especially, like, there's a, uh, did you ever read The Ultimates? No. 
there's a joke where they're all sitting around at one point and discussing who would play them in the movie version. <laughs> That's pretty cool. And somebody mentions it, and if, uh, Nick Fury's like, he brings it up. He's like, of course, Samuel L. Jackson. Because, you know, he was written to be uh, Samuel L. Jackson at that point, basically. Yeah, because didn't he even, even he say something like on one of the talk shows, like he said he was just sitting there reading the comic, and he picked it up, and he's like, Damn, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, so when he got the call from Marvel, he's like, yeah, I know who you want me to play. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few stories. Like I thought it was right. apparently Patrick Stewart, the first time he heard about the X-Men, he looked at the cover and he was like, why am I in this? <laughs> <laughs> that and what was it he said? Something about, they wanted to use his likeness in the comic book mm-hmm. or something like that. Like it was a Star Trek X-Men crossover. Oh, gotcha. And he said that he didn't want him to use his likeness in case he ever got to play oh, Professor, Professor Xavier one day. So, it's kind of like they kind of knew what was going to happen. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> but, so, yeah, that definitely... It definitely... Like I said, I like him as Nick Fury. The funny thing is in the Ultimates... That's, I was going back to that. Um, while they're doing that, that joke ends up making Bruce Banner really mad. Because they cast him, uh, they cast Steve Buscemi as him. Oh, God. And, like, he kind of gets aggravated about it and thinks they're making fun of him. And, like, Ant-Man's like, what? He's a respected actor. (laughs) (laughs) Which I read something today. Apparently, um, uh, I, I don't know if it was rumored or if he was actually offered the role, but apparently Steve Buscemi was in talks to be Uncle Ben. And I'm like... In Homecoming? Yeah. And I'm like, don't get me wrong. I like Steve Buscemi. Uh-huh. I'm not seeing any character Steve Buscemi has ever been scoring Hot Aunt May. Not even this <laughs> character from Boardwalk Empire. I know, right? It's like, no. What the? Oh, you just broke me. <laughs> <laughs> it just made me for some reason think of that. I love that little thing and uh, where... At the, the beginning of Homecoming when they're making the video for Aunt May. And Tony's like, hey, May, what are you wearing? Some Scipio. <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm sorry. You, you have to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> like I do, uh, especially even in Homecoming or in uh, Civil War. I love this idea of like him trying to hit on Aunt May. <laughs> Weren't they in a movie together? Like, way back when? Probably. I can't remember what it was, but I, I think I remember seeing a, a meme that somebody had made. It was... Them sitting on the couch and them on the couch from the other. Oh, movie. gotcha, gotcha. So it's something like "Watch out, Peter" or something like that. <laughs> so, so maybe that was a little throwback to that. Gotcha. Right, speaking of uh, Marvel news, lead us into the next one. So you have Kevin Feige. He has pretty much announced that Avengers Four is going to be the conclusion of a twenty-two movie arc. The Homecoming sequel is actually going to mark a new period for the MCU. All right, so. You know, basically saying that, you know, because up to now they've been doing these phases. Mm-hmm. You know, they keep saying we're in phase one, phase two, phase three. Right now, I guess we're in phase three. And so they're saying phase three and essentially the whole arc that they've been building to this point is done with Avengers 4, whatever they're going to call it. Mm-hmm. It originally, when they first pitched it, it was Infinity War Part 1 and 2. Right. It seems like the new one is just going to be called Infinity War and then they'll come up with some name for uh, Avengers 4 down the line. And I know we talked about that in the last episode where we were talking about how maybe they were waiting to see if they could get some of their characters. Yeah. I'm wondering since they got Spider-Man, was that the reason they changed Infinity War to a two-parter? I could see that. Kind of makes me think that's what happened. 
And with this news, what, what this news tells me is a lot of contracts run out with that fourth Avengers movie. <laughs> yep. Like, I have a feeling that you're about to lose Captain America, Iron Man. Like, basically anybody who's a name right now, I have a feeling, is about to not be in Marvel movies going forward. Do you think they're going to be bold enough to actually kill one off and they stay killed off? They've got to kill a couple of these off. You cannot just have these characters. It's almost like um, one of the criticisms of it I used to hear all the time about the Star Wars novels uh-huh. was, you know your main characters are safe. Uh, they're not going to kill any of them. Because I even joke about that in the Family Guy um, mm-hmm. Star Wars episode. So it's like then, you know, 20 years after they started writing these books, they finally kill off one of the characters Mm -hmm. and then move on and you know but it's like there's no stakes for anything and that's honestly to me how like that's one of the problems i had with um civil war nobody nobody died right and not that i'm bloodthirsty and looking for the characters but it's like there's not a lot of like major danger that these characters are Mm -hmm. in and the worst you've had is Rhodey got hurt really bad yeah. in uh, Civil War. Which I guess we're still kind of waiting to see the fallout yeah. from that, totally. And you've got a couple of the characters, you know, a lot of them are in jail or fugitives. Uh-huh. But, well, it doesn't even look like they're in jail because the way Civil War ended, Cap <laughs> breaks them all out. Yeah. But they're all fugitives, which, I mean, is they'll fix down the line. Or it's not even going to matter because they're going to space next time. So what's it? You know, who cares? I guarantee you they're chilling out with uh, Black Panther. Yeah. At the beginning, or in his movie, I guarantee they're in there. Gotcha. They gotta be. I mean, they have to be because that's where they, at the end of the stinger, that's mm-hmm. where they had Bucky. Right. So you know everybody, he shows up. Cap's going to be like, this is their safe haven for now. Yeah. Yeah, because they won't extradite or whatever. Yeah. So I think you got to, like, I honestly think Cap's got to die. That's who I was going to say. Out of everybody, it's got to be him. Like, I don't think you kill Robert Downey Jr. just because I think you want to keep him around in case you need to have him be a cameo somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cap, I've, I'm have i shocked Cap didn't die at the end of Civil War. Yeah. I thought for certain Cap was going to die and Sebastian Stan was going to become Captain America. Well, I mean, right now, too, you already have Falcon cast. Yeah. So he can step in and become... Don't say it. I hate that. that. Well, I mean, I'm just saying if you go with I mean, that's what I'm saying. If they go with what the the comics logical thing to do. That's one of the major changes that Marvel's made that I absolutely hate. Bucky Cap, fine with it. Mm -hmm. I hate Falcon Cap. Well, I guess you could go either or with that case then, since you have both of them. So But they've been like that rumor's been kind of pushed around. It's like, ah, that's the one thing I hope Marvel does not do is Falcon Cap. I'm looking at it here, and it says apparently the contracts for Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Mark Ruffalo, Scarlett Johansson, and Jeremy Renner, and Chris Hemsworth are all coming to Yeah, so all the Avengers are done. So everybody from that first movie. Yeah. All the power players. And there's a lot of those characters you can stand to lose. Mm -hmm. Jeremy Renner and Scarlett Johansson, I'm not going to shed tear one over those two not being in a movie. That's not to say that they were bad. They were both really good, especially Jeremy Renner. But well, I, mean, I don't care if I never see those two in a movie again. That, and you had a chance to do a Black Widow movie, and they never did it. Yeah. I was like, we get a Wonder Woman movie before we get a Black Widow movie, and Wonder Woman's been on screen the longest time. I think Wonder Woman's in one movie, and then boom, here's your movie. Yeah. 
I think that would actually be the one movie, like with those two characters, mm-hmm. that's the only movie I care to see them in is their own like undercover shield movie. And it kind of seems like if you cut out certain segments of the first Avengers and second Avengers, you've got that movie. Yeah. So <laughs> in some ways, like I can't, I'd like to see them go back and like do a prequel almost and whatever this Budapest thing they keep mentioning is like i'd like to see that be a movie Uh and then yeah i could go with never seeing those two characters again yeah um thor i'm kind of sad to lose but i have a feeling like they're probably like you don't name a movie ragnarok and not plan on thor starting to wrap up yeah pretty soon well that and um what was i don't know we talked about it in the spider-man episode but they said that Robert Downey Jr. was saying that it was like he wants to leave everything good. Mm-hmm. Like he wants to have somebody step in. And like we talked about Spider Man being that character. Yeah. If Sony and them play nice, then that's who you're going to get. Yeah. So I don't know. It's, I guess it's going to be fun to see what happens with Marvel. And that goes into another thing we were reading. Kevin Feige said today that Spider Man's arc is a five movie arc right now. Civil War, Homecoming, Infinity War, Avengers 4, and Homecoming 2. And what we're also hearing is that whatever, you know, Homecoming 2 will be the start of whatever this new Marvel is. Yeah. And to me, that means that, like, you take that two ways. One one is, we've got Tom Holland for five movies. We've got Spider-Man for five movies. Which, if you're going to use Spider-Man to launch your new chapter of Marvel, it seems to me like you would have a deal to that character for way longer than five movies. Like, I just don't see you launching with a character that you can't use anymore after you launch. Yeah, because I know we we talked about... You that know, deal. Yeah, making sure everything keeps working through or whatever, but yeah. I don't know. That's I don't know. I just like I said. I just it just keeps coming back to they just need to learn how to play together. Yeah. <laughs> like just keep what you have. And it's the thing is it is going to be interesting to where. Granted, like we've said it before on this, we said it on the YouTube show. It's true. Like you slap that Marvel logo in front of something, it prints money. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't shock me if whatever their next run of movies is is where you finally have those movies to stop making this crazy money yeah i mean because people don't like change and you start you don't like change and granted they're working these characters in and these you know things like dr strange being in ragnarok um all these characters being in infinity war and avengers 4 that's a really good introduction into these characters Mm -hmm. but at what point does the average consumer look at this and go like well if there's no Captain America and Iron Man anymore, why am I going to see these movies? Which is weird because they built it off those characters, which mm-hmm. back then they weren't really the most popular characters. Right. So I don't know. That's I've wondered when the time was coming for Marvel to start making less money for a while. And apparently it's not going to happen. It hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. So it's probably not going to happen anytime soon, but, I don't know, it's just kind of... As long as they keep making those Netflix shows, I'll be happy. Yeah. 
Well, I'd like to see if that's the case, like, all right, start working some of these characters in when you suddenly need more characters. Yeah. Like I said, I want Spider-Man on that so bad, I can't stand it. Yeah. <laughs> so that'd be, that'd be pretty good. All right, so that takes us out of the news for a while. Um, it's funny because we're going back. The last couple shows that we've done, we've talked... We've done multiple, and we've always talked about the movie that we've seen most recent first instead of doing it in chronological order. <laughs> well, so you'll get this a week or two after we've actually seen the movie, but today we're talking about Baby Driver. And directed by Edgar Wright. Uh, you familiar with a lot of his stuff? Um, just when you told me that he did Scott Pilgrim, and you were like, you haven't seen that, and you literally made me sit here and watch it. And it turned out to be like one of the best movies I've seen. I just <laughs> love that movie. See, I like all his movies. Like, the first one I saw was Hot Fuzz. Well, actually, I have seen Shaun of the Dead. I haven't seen Hot Fuzz. Or well, the, I'll take it back. Uh, Shaun of the Dead would have been the first one. I haven't seen, seen the other two. Okay. So, Shaun of the Dead's really good. It's probably... I don't know. I liked Hot Fuzz more than I did Shaun of the Dead. And I like both of those better than I did... Um, End of the World. Okay. End of the World was a pretty good movie, but it gets, I don't know, it kind of got in pretty heavy with some of uh, uh, Simon Pegg's character stuff, and it just, it kind of bogged the movie down a little bit. Oh, okay. Um, one of my favorite things that Edgar Wright did, of course, he also did Scott Pilgrim, which I love. He did a TV show called Spaced. Okay. I remember seeing that at Best Buy back in the day. That, like on this it's show. really good. And it gets a lot of that like kind of quirky mentality. Uh, or Simon Pegg was the main character in that movie. But you also had Nick Frost show up. Is that uh, the uh, show that I've heard people say was kind of like Galaxy Quest? No. Okay, I'm actually thinking about something No, what else. Spaced is, is it's... Two people find a really great deal on an apartment, uh-huh. but the apartment has to have a couple, and these two don't know each other, but they pretend to be a couple so that they can live in this super cheap apartment. <laughs> Interesting. And just go from there. Okay. Like, gotcha. uh, but, you know, he's done that stuff. Reading into some of the stuff with Baby Driver, apparently he's had the idea for almost 20 years. Really? Yeah, he came up with the idea in 95. Wasn't he also supposed to do Ant-Man? Yeah, he was attached to Ant-Man for years. Even before, like, the Marvel Universe was a thing, he was attached to Ant-Man. Really? Yeah. Like, he was was signed on to do Ant-Man and writing that script before Iron Man came out. Oh, Wow. So we could have had Ant Man kick off the MCU. Could have been. All the ducks would have been in a row. Yeah. <laughs> and then it just ended up being one of those things, and you're starting to see it a little bit with some of the Disney stuff too. Apparently, or the, some of the Star Wars stuff. Edgar Wright says, "I really wanted to make a Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. Marvel did not want to make an Edgar Wright movie." Oh, uh, so they were Edgar wrong. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So you get a lot of that, and it's kind of what you got with the Han Solo movie, I feel. is like, hey, you get directors who have a very stylistic style, or a very specific style, and then you kind of don't want that style in your movie. So, I don't know, it's just one of those things. Clearly it shows that this has been a thing, not just in the Disney years. Mm-hmm. It's kind of went with Marvel for a long time. So it sounds like maybe Baby Driver... He finally got to make a movie that he really wanted to make, like 100% control behind? Well, yeah, I, I think he's done that with all of his movies, oh, okay. though. Because he's never, he's never done a movie that he didn't write. 
Oh, okay. So, but he came up with this idea apparently in 95. Um, apparently got paid for it in 2007. Really? Yeah. Like, whenever he pitched, uh, I just read, whenever he introduced the movie at South by Southwest, he thanked the studio for not suing him. Because it <laughs> took him ten years to make the movie. Was it one of those cases, like, if he didn't make the movie, he was going to lose the rights to it? Or I don't think so. I think it's it? just, you know, he, that I don't know. I haven't read too much into that. But, you know, and I'm also pulling a lot of this from IMDb, so who knows how true most of this stuff is. Well, I kind of, like, assume then that maybe he jumped on this right after he left Ant-Man. No, nah, because he made um, End of the World between oh, these that. two. Okay. And he's made Scott Pilgrim since then, too. Really? Yeah. That came out that? Mm-hmm. Wow. Scott Pilgrim came out in 2010. Apparently I just have no concept of time. <laughs> Maybe came out yesterday, as far as I yeah. know. <laughs> well, you just watched it about six months ago, so... Shut up! Get off my back! <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> but, you know, finally got to make this movie. And this is one of those that I remember seeing the trailer for it. Like, well, I saw on YouTube the link for the trailer, and I was like, that's such a weird name. Like, yeah. And then one day I just happened to watch the trailer. Just like, ah, heck with it. Let me watch it. And trailer sold me a hundred percent. Like this is one of those movies that I've been waiting on since the moment I found out. This about is it. like for trailers to sell you on it. There's been two so far this year for me: mm-hmm. Baby Driver and Atomic Blonde. I yeah. didn't know anything about these movies, and I've seen both the trailers, and I wanted to see both the movies. Yeah, there's another one that uh, done that with me is a uh, Logan Lucky. I haven't seen that one yet. Oh, that's. That trailer just looks so good because it's uh it's Channing Tatum and Adam Driver playing like North Carolina hillbillies. I think I caught the tail end of that um, with Daniel Craig with uh the whole before like when Regal does their little mm-hmm. stuff about you know things coming attractions right. and whatnot. But it wasn't a full trailer. Gotcha. I just saw them talking about because I remember seeing Daniel Craig looking like his blonde really crew cut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I have to watch the trailer. Yeah, then. apparently he plays a character named Joe Bang in this trailer, and it's always one of those things. We'll have to. God, you kind of need to see this. Like, we'll edit, we'll edit in, or just put the audio or something in this. But I kind of want you to see this. Okay, well, let's just take a pause here and watch this real quick. Jimmy, I'm just gonna say it. I gotta let you go. You were just fired. I was let go for liability reasons involving insurance. The one-armed bartender. (laughs) You need to show a little respect. Charlotte Motor Speedway. I know how they move the money. The only guy who knows anything about blowing up real bank vaults is Joe Bang. I am incarcerated. Yeah, we got a plan to get you out. Coca-Cola 600 is the biggest race of the year. We need a computer whiz. I know everything there is to know about computers, okay? All the Twitters, I know them. 
Welcome to the Coca-Cola 600. Now, how many yards do I use the vault? 20 yards. I don't know, maybe 30. Is it 20 or is it 30? We are dealing with science here. They're gonna know what we want them to know. My life of crime is over. stupid. It's been handled. All this is gonna be good. That looks like it hurt. I want everything on Jimmy Logan. I'm about to get naked. So no bacon. I said no bacon. You Logans must be as simple-minded as people say. People say that. <laughs> Would you give me my arm, please? Is it this one? So see, like, <laughs> yeah, that was good. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> welcome back to the podcast where we pause at the watch a trailer. <laughs> yeah. And I always love, like, one of the things this trailer does, and I noticed it was on the poster because they had the poster for the movie when we were in the theater too. Uh-huh. Um, I love when they say introducing uh-huh. a movie, a character that's already, or an actor that's already been in tons of movies. Did they do that? They And introducing Daniel Craig. Oh, okay. <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> I didn't catch that. Like, I don't know why that tickles me. Because I've seen him do it. Some uh, some movie did it with... um. Shoot, I can't think of his name now. Uh, let's see. Don Johnson. Don Johnson. I forget what movie was. Somebody did that. Or some movie did that. Like, an introducing Don Johnson. It might have been a machete did that. Oh, okay. I can't remember, but it's happened quite a few times. But anyway. But no, we'll definitely be seeing that and talking about that because that looks funny as crap. (laughs) (laughs) So, I think we got the trailers running now, just running in the background. We've now seen like three Baby Driver trailers, so... (laughs) I'm cool yeah. with it. No, nah, this movie is... I mean, because like I said, the trailer sold me out. The way the music went, the car stunts, just the idea. And I've been listening to the soundtrack for about the last week. Yeah. It's and, it's, it's weird, man, because I added that, like... Remember, I think I joked about in one of the episodes about how I have the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. and uh, Suicide Squad soundtracks on my phone that just stay there. Mm-hmm. That one is right beside me now. <laughs> So, like, I actually, I turned it on the other day. I was making, uh, I was making, like, I was cooking. And just turned it and cranked the entire soundtrack up and just listened to it the whole way through while I was cooking. And it's one so of those soundtracks that's like... he listens to it and drives, and yeah. you listen to it and cook. He listened to it and cooked a couple times in the movie, too, so... That's true. But, 
It is one of those things. We remember this movie yeah. before. <laughs> but it's almost impossible to like listen to that soundtrack and not almost either like want to dance or tap your feet or something like that. <laughs> Get a speeding ticket. Yeah. No. So absolutely. Will happen. <laughs> it's gonna be yeah. bad. It's almost one of those where I don't want to listen to it while I drive because of that. And it's weird too, man, because like we saw this trailer. And just for what it was, we wanted to see the movie. And I love right. that. Just going in and seeing something and not really knowing knowing too much about yeah, it. Yeah, I found out about this movie like a month before it came out. Yeah. And not having to worry about like, oh, it's part of some franchise that, you know, I've seen, I've had to see five other movies. Yeah. Like, just and that's going straight thing. from that into like, ah, oh, this is a cool movie coming out. Same thing with that Atomic Blonde. Same yeah. thing with Logan Lucky. It's like, there's just movies that are like, Hey, they kind of came out of nowhere. Original movies that just look really good. You know, we're sitting here and it's still playing because this is another extended trailer. They're showing a lot more in these in these trailers. Like, I only saw the first trailer. I didn't even see these trailers. Oh, really? No, because I'm sitting here like, yeah, it's back to the whole trailers these days. They give too much away. Well, the good thing is, like, and as we're watching this, like, yeah, there's a lot of stuff in this movie. Or in this movie that's in the trailer. But it's also stuff that, like, without knowing how it shows up in mm. the movie, it's not like it ruins a lot of stuff. Yeah, that's true. But, yeah, I was actually kind of shocked at how much third act is in this trailer. Yeah. But, I don't know, man. I just like that movie. Love the cast. Yeah, the cast really was great in it. Um, Soundtrack's awesome. I, I wish John Bernthal was in it longer. Mm-hmm. But one thing I thought was really funny. Remember, do you remember the line he says when he leaves the movie? I can't remember it. It's, if you don't see me again, it's because I'm dead. Oh, yeah. And then you never see him again for the rest of the movie. Totally forgot about <laughs> that. But, no, it's, it's like I told you, I think this is the first movie in a long time. You just see Jamie Foxx and you just don't like him. Oh, no, I absolutely hated I'm Jamie like, Foxx in this you're movie. you're an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, speaking of yeah. which, there he is. <laughs> no, I just could not deal with. Tell you one thing, another thing that actually kind of shocked me is this movie brought back the iPod in a big way. <laughs> a couple of them. <laughs> like they I, have like seven iPods on them at one time or something? Yeah. Like, I haven't seen anything referenced or referencing an iPod in forever. The bad thing is, we've seen a Zune referenced yeah. before we've seen an yeah. iPod referenced. <laughs> Which, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> But not like Which I mean, I have an iPod in my truck that I don't even keep connected <laughs> because I'm using my phone. But yeah, it was wow, just, look how much this one's given. Yeah, away. this is insane. But uh, I don't know, man. I just really dug this movie. Yeah, no, the way it's the best use of soundtrack I think I've seen since the first Guardians. Oh yeah, without a doubt. And it's like, and even so much so, it's like what got me. Remember how the trailers to Suicide Squad would time beats of the trailer to the music uh, yeah the entire the movie, movie did this <laughs> beats like, to the uh, soundtrack it's almost like he, he saw the trailer right saw the trailer he's like okay these assholes gonna kick me <laughs> off marvel watch this he's like you think it's cute you match it up with your little trailers here's the whole movie bitch <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i mean it just didn't stop like it started at the beginning and went all the way to the final scene so that, so that one scene when they're getting ready to do the heist and something throws it off and he's like whoa, whoa, whoa hold on i gotta restart the song yeah and they restart it and everything is going to the beat of the song yeah like, i love that but i don't know man like i said it was just fun seeing a movie that stood by itself mm-hmm. you didn't need anything else doesn't and need a sequel they're talking need... about it 
and I don't want it. Yeah, I saw somebody asked Edgar Wright in a Ask Me Anything on Reddit. They're like, are there any songs that you didn't get to use? Uh-huh. And he was like, no, I'll just save them for the sequel. And I'm like, I'm like you. Like, I don't want any more of this. No. And if, you, if you're going to give me a sequel to it, you just may as well have him roll up. And, hey, there's the Fast and the Furious guys. Either like, we're going to or... kick out Michelle Rodriguez and add this guy. Either... Right, there we go. <laughs> I knew that'd get you. Either that or put him in John Wick. <laughs> That's his partner? Yeah, sure. <laughs> like, maybe, for it. maybe this ties in with the origin of John Wick's <laughs> job that he was getting out His of. impossible task. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That would be, but I, I don't know. I think that'd be cool. Like, even if it's not this, like, give me Kevin Spacey's character, tie him into John Wick or something like that. But what's well, like, um, you know, for this movie to be what it was, like, you had the the big name guys. Have we seen the main guy in anything really? Oh, uh, John Hamm. No, baby. Have we seen? Oh the baby no, in I can't think of much that he's been in. <clears throat> like, I'm looking at it right now and. Let's see. But that being said, there's about five actors out right now that mm-hmm. I constantly confuse him with. Okay, well, apparently the dude was in that Divergent series, which I didn't watch. Yeah, I, I saw the first one of those. He was in that, and um, looks like... He's not four, is he? Um, I don't know. Let's see here. He was in that Fault in Our Stars movie. I haven't seen that one. Um... Some dude named Caleb, apparently. Oh, okay. I think uh, he might be the brother Okay. of the main character. Well, basically that and Divergent. that other movie I mentioned. And he is, uh, looks like he's going to be in Dungeons and Dragons. They're really doing that? I guess. Says it's rumored. I hope they are. So, but yeah, and he was in Carrie. I guess that's his first thing he's okay. listening for. So it's kind of his first step out of like teeny bopper movies. Yeah, which good step. Yeah, no, I mean <laughs> this this is type of movie that like this kid's gonna get a lot of work after this movie. Yeah, and that's cool. And uh, the girl who played Deborah, she was actually Cinderella. I did see that. This was it was apparently supposed to have been Emma Stone in Baby Driver. Yeah, and she dropped out to do La La Land, which I'm not gonna lie. I love Emma Stone in movies. Mm-hmm. She not I don't think she would have fit that well in this movie. Especially the girl they got that... to play Deborah. Yeah. Just with how kind of like, I don't know, just that mousy southern charm she has. It like, was almost like her character and his character were like characters out of Tom. A little bit, yeah. Like just their style and music and clothing and stuff like that, and which they is get, awesome. That's why I like whenever they talk about their dream. How he's yeah. always pulling up in like a '57 Chevy, and they're dressed like it's Pleasantville. Like, yeah. I like that they do kind of play with that idea. But you're right; it is like, you know, I mean, granted, he does listen to newer stuff, but a lot of it is that kind of '50s, '60s Motown. But he does listen to a lot more older stuff. I think. Yeah. So, yeah, it's almost like I said, they're just characters out of time, which kind of helped add to their innocence. Yeah. Because the whole, you know, he's just caught up in a life that he's clearly not wanting to be yeah. in, but he's making the best out of a terrible situation mm-hmm. and being the best at it while he can. Yeah. So, they said just ridiculously funny movie. So many times I just laughed at it. So many times, I, like I said, love the soundtrack, immediately needed to rush out and get it. Um, 
cool uncle hook up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> good old cool uncle. Um, you know, actually gave a very hateable villain in Jamie Foxx. Yeah, I'm, seriously, man, this is like, and even like it was so like even John Hamm when he has his reasons for like kind of turning against him later in the movie. Like, I don't know, it's just the way they did it. Everything, it's hard to say the movie isn't perfect. Like, I think that's why I don't want a sequel to it. Yeah. Because this movie is damn near perfect. And I, I'm almost afraid that not even... Say a sequel doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And then who did this? Was it Sony? Uh, Yes. What if they're like, okay, well, we own the name. Let's do something with it. Yeah. And it's like a straight-to-DVD. Like, not even the same characters. Like, not even the same story. They're just going off the name. Yeah. That would suck, too. Yeah. But I think this should just stand on its own two feet and be its own thing. Yeah. And I like how, like, even going through some of the stuff, like, one of the things that kind of makes me, like I said, want it to be its own thing is getting into a little bit of spoilers towards the end. When he, and definitely we're about to spoil some of the parts, and when he goes to jail at the end, and he's got that dream where she's going to wait on him and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and it's like, you see him walking out of prison, but it is kind of that... What was he just dreaming? Like, this is uh-huh. his stylized, like, this is what I want? Uh-huh. Or does that actually happen? And Yeah, that's the other thing. Like, like just... I kind of like the idea of it being just his dream of, like, this is what I want. This is my fantasy. Yeah, and also at the same time, it's what you hope does yeah. happen. So but Yeah, you want that for these characters. Yeah, that's what you want for them, and you kind of don't want to know the answer. Yeah. So, and that would be such a cop out to start the sequel with that and him waking up and that being a dream. Yeah, like that would just suck. Be like, oh well, you can get you can get out of prison if you do something for us. Like it'd be the same story again, rehashed, and then it would just water yeah. down and suck. Yeah. So. Or oh, it actually was that, and he's out. But now you've got to like, oh well, who's left to come after him? And mm-hmm. you know, oh well. Jamie Foxx's family is after him or something like that. Yeah, that or what you said with uh, John, uh, what you call him? John Ham. No, the other one. John Wick? <laughs> <laughs> God, no. You don't want John Wick showing up. No, the whole, if you don't see me, I'm dead. Oh, John Burnham. Maybe he's not dead. Maybe he's back. Oh, gotcha. So, but I don't know. Like, just, I don't. I like to imagine that John Bernthal left this movie his character leaves this movie and then goes to fight crime in Hell's Kitchen. You can't protect a red. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, either the zombie apocalypse broke out <laughs> and he had to go protect Rick or he goes and hangs out in Hell's Kitchen. I'd rather the Hell's Kitchen when I'm so tired of zombie apocalypse anything. Yeah. Walking Dead's kind of ran its course for me. Uh, it ran its course five years ago for me, basically. But, like I'm just I don't know we could do a whole thing on how much I hate zombies but <laughs> seeing as how I'm one of the few people out there that seems to hate zombies I don't know if that would be too smart but at least we're watching good stuff like Baby Driver yeah no so that one really enjoyed this one like this is one of those things where I like do not wait if it's still in theaters which it should be because we're planning on putting this one out within about a week of recording and the movie just came out last week, I think. So yeah. it should be two or three we weeks in the theater. Did we see an early showing? Like, wasn't it an earlier than normal was it? showing? Yeah. 
Because I think it opened, it had like a small No, release. we went, to, well, maybe, because we were going to see it. Like I said, we should have went and seen it Tuesday night, and we didn't. That's right. Yeah, We that's went and right. seen it Thursday. So, because I think it opened Wednesday. Yeah, because it had like that soft opening. And yeah. It only had like two showings. Something, something like that, yeah. But this is one of those, like, go out and see it. Go check this movie out. Like, this one, this is the closest thing. Like, just going in, not knowing much about it, and being such a fun standalone movie. Like, this is the closest thing to John Wick I've seen yeah, I since gonna, I saw John Wick. I was going to say. Like, we keep saying John Wick over <laughs> and over, but it really is. It's the closest thing I've seen to that movie since then. As far as just blind surprise. Yeah. Like, that's not saying the tone, because it's definitely not the same tone as the movie. This is a lot more. if you go in this expecting John Wick, you're going to be disappointed. But if you're going in this expecting a good movie, yeah. If you know, if you know Edgar Wright, his sense and sensibility, the way that he edits, the way that things like that go, his jokes, you know, it's weird seeing something with Edgar Wright that doesn't involve Simon Pegg or Nick Frost. But the two times he's done it, this and Scott Pilgrim. Like, both of them are knocked out of the park. And you know what I just thought really funny? Mm-hmm. Isn't this the first movie that we saw since Transformers? Wasn't it Transformers yeah. and this, then this? We saw Transformers Tuesday, and I said we should have went and seen Baby Driver. So, the bar was set low. Yeah. But to leave Transformers and come to this, it was like we found paradise. Pretty much. It was like cinema paradise and we're going to live here forever. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't, can we just... Not watch crappy movies anymore. It's almost like the movie gods were like those poor boys. Yeah. It's like we're going to send them to this movie. They watched nine and a half hours of Transformers 5. Because that's how long that movie felt. (laughs) So I guess this movie shows you that a car doesn't have to turn into a robot (laughs) for you to take it seriously. (laughs) (laughs) To quote our good friend, uh, (laughs) Randall. But yeah, just, I don't know, this was filmmaking at its finest. Like, just... More of this. More of this, less of everything else that involves Transformers. <laughs> yeah. But no, it was like, we walked out and it was immediately, we're like, I want this on Blu-ray. Yeah, like, I want to sit here and watch this again right now. It's I like, feel like we've seen most of the movie watching <laughs> these trailers. But it's so cool, man, because like, this movie starts up and like, I just felt like I had this stupid grin on my face. <laughs> the whole movie. And I just love it. Yeah. Can't say enough good things about this one. Uh, absolutely. Whatever you do. Like, if you're listening to this, haven't seen it, haven't thought about seeing it. If you haven't seen the... I'd say, go as far as to say, pull what we had with John Wick. If you're listening to this and have not even seen a trailer, never heard of this movie before, just watch it. Yeah. Don't read into it. Don't do anything with it. Just go and watch it. Yep. And hopefully... That's the case, or not the case, and you've listened to us talk about this movie, including the ending. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> and, but if that's the case, like, because we haven't given away a whole lot about this movie, go see it. Like, buy it when it comes out on Blu-ray, buy it digitally and in physical media. Give your extra copy to somebody else. Yeah, like, buy five copies of it for Christmas. <laughs> like For yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so you can like, watch it at the same time on I five was, different TVs. I was showing this trailer to my brother the other day, and I said I actually felt bad because my brother has not liked, like, the last five movies I've told him to watch. Uh-huh. Like, he's hated every single one of them. 
But they're all movies I've really enjoyed. Like, he did not like Batman Superman. Okay. He didn't like Mad Max. He didn't like Logan. And I told him, I said, I saw his really good movie. I really don't want to recommend it to you. <laughs> because I'm afraid that he won't like it. And I think out of everything he's watched on my recommendation hasn't liked, this one would hurt the most. Oh, man. <laughs> Like, if somebody watched this one and was just like, I hated it. Like, if, if you watch this and you hate it, don't ever let us know. Like, lie to us before you tell us that you hated this movie. <laughs> yeah. You know? But, God, just great music, great driving. Like, haven't seen... This is what, in a lot of ways, like, the driving... The Fast and Furious movies have gotten away from this. Right. Because this is, like, just great stunt driving mm-hmm. and apparently every bit of it was practical none of the driving is cg and that blows my mind that's awesome just because of how precise and how good the driving in this movie is like it's a great car chase movie and i love car chase movies yep and this this may be on like up there on the list as far as that goes yeah like so much so like i have i've had for about 10 years in my head a working car chase movie script Uh that I wanted to write for years and just never sat down and did it and Mm -hmm. stuff like this is almost like I almost don't want to write the movie script because it's not going to be this good (laughs) (laughs) but absolutely go see the movie Um, looking at what we've got coming up over the next little bit so uh, I know Despicable Me is out in theaters now yeah. And I definitely want to check that one out. I need to get caught up on the Apes movies. Yeah, Apes is next week. Which is funny because there was part of me that was like, I saw the thing where they're doing the marathon. Mm-hmm. And there was almost part of me that was like, hey, you want to do that? And then I was like, no. See, I, would, I can watch those movies at home. I would do it just because I haven't seen them. But at the same time, I just like to watch movies at my house. But see, that's the thing. Like, I, Marathon and these Spider-Man movies <laughs> made me realize, like, no, if I had to watch like three of these things back to back, I couldn't have done it. Mm. But watching one tonight, one tomorrow night, stuff like that, like doing them over three days, which is what I'll do with the apes. Before we go see apes, I'll watch mm. one and two leading yeah. up to it. But yeah, I don't I don't think I could sit down and watch all three of them back to back. The only marathon I did was the Dark Knight trilogy, mm-hmm. and I liked that. So that was fun. That just to me would be... I And it's weird because I've done triple features at the movies before. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know, it may be something going into the idea. Because the times that I've done it have always been... I didn't plan to do it. Uh-huh. Like, the first time I did it, I saw one movie. And then just kept going back into the theater. Like, I'd walk out of the movie, look at the times, and be like, Yeah, let me go back in. Yeah, let me go back in. Like, I think the only time I've planned to do it, I did it for my birthday one year. Because the third one was, I remember because um, uh, I had to go to the airport in uh, Roanoke to pick up Christine at like midnight. Uh-huh. And the third one, I drove to Roanoke and saw Phantom Menace in 3D when they re-released that. Hmm. Which <laughs> just, infuriated me. But see, it infuriated me because what made me mad, the only reason I did that, because I remember talking to people and they were like, why are you, you hate that movie. And I'm like. Okay, wait, wait, yeah. You hate the movie. Yeah. You hate 3D. Here's why I did it. Okay. Yeah, you I was hoping that they would eventually get 
to like that one would make enough money and they would really they would do the same thing with the rest of them. Okay. Because I'd never seen the original three in theaters. Okay. So I was like, hopefully I'll bite this bullet. And I'll get the next two movies, which are all right. And then hopefully I'll get the three that I really want to see. Right. And then they sell the company to Disney and cut all ties and plans to release any of them theatrically again. (laughs) So I get suckered into watching the movie I hate. Out of every movie that has ever had, out of everything that has ever had Star Wars slapped on the front of it, the thing I hate the worst, and I have to pay to watch that garbage movie in 3D. I wouldn't wish that on anybody. I I was unhappy. (laughs) When they were like, yeah, it didn't make enough. We're not going to do any of the other ones and we're selling the company. I was like, you sons of bitches. (laughs) Like, why did you do this to me? (laughs) So you need another good movie like Baby Driver to erase that bad memory? I think so. Like, I've been, I'm actually shocked I haven't been to the movies. I th- the funny thing is, I know it's because, I think, for both of us, with the exception of one movie, we've seen every movie we've seen this year together. Yeah. Like, King Arthur, well, King Arthur for both of us, we did see King Arthur. And uh-huh. then you saw, well, you're still up, you're one up on me. Yeah. And then we didn't, it's because you saw... Beauty and the Beast, Beast, and then we didn't see. So, between the two of us, we've went to the movies without each other twice this year. (laughs) Which, I laughed. One of my... uh, I was talking to Coltrane the other day. And I used to make the joke that, like, I had a girlfriend, but I was dating Coltrane. (laughs) Because we went to the movies together and all that stuff all the time. And he was giving me crap for not ever hanging out with him. He was like, yeah, you're dating Rob now and not me. I was like, you shut up. I was like, because that rings way too true. And I'm not happy about it. (laughs) But I haven't, like, I've thought about going to the movies a couple times, just where I sit around with nothing to do because I'm a teacher. Mm -hmm. And I've thought about going to the movies so many times and just been like, Ah, oh, but then Rob's going to have to play catch up, and he has way less free time than I do. Well, we're doing doing the podcast now, too. so that Yeah, kinda, so it kind of yeah. makes sense for us to see stuff together. But it's like even, yeah, even if I go see something, it's like it's kind of hard for you to play catch up. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I can't say there's really, like, I think Despicable Me is really the only thing that's been out that I've been, like, thought about going to see. Right. By myself. And... Just because I know you really haven't seen the other two. Yeah, I gotta play catch uh, think up that on that one's, one too. I gotta I play catch that, up on that and Apes. And yeah. I think everything else I'm good for. Yeah, because I think like Despicable Me for the for some reason has been the one that I'm like, man, that's probably the only reason you will see that one is because I kind of want to see it. Well, I you know it's funny because those movies came out. And I, I remember when they came out, but I was just like, wasn't buying into the hype at first. Right. And then I got into the office and I realized Steve Carell does the voice. Mm-hmm. And then I realized he's doing the character from The Office. Oh, really? Yeah, there's, I'll have to show you a clip. Like, that voice is based off another character that he does. I'll oh, gotcha. Clip. And now that I know this, I want to go back and watch those movies. Well, that is in, um, I think the girl in the second one is Kristen Wiig. Yeah, and she was in the second Anchorman. Gotcha. So, yeah, I do want to go back and watch it. So, there, I dig them. Like, a lot of people give a lot of hate on them. I think a lot of people hate them because of the Minions. Mm. Like, cause they popped up everywhere. Like every other Facebook post is something to do with the minions that has nothing to do with the minions. Uh-huh. And I think that's why most people hate them. 
Like, I dig the Minions. Like, I even really kind of like the Minions movie. Like, the one that's just them. Right. And, I mean, definitely the other movies are better. Like, because there is a really cool heart to them with Gru and, like, the three daughters. And, like, even the last one with him kind of having the romance with the other character. Like, I don't know. I dig them. They're funny movies. And especially this one. Like, for some reason, knowing Trey Parker is playing that villain that's, like, based on... Like, his whole thing is a cliche of the 80s. Uh-huh. That just cracks me up so much that I want to... Like, every time I see the trailer, any part that he's in, like, just cracks me up. And I absolutely love it. <laughs> but so, I can't remember what else we got there other than those We've two. got that and Apes. Um, well, this one right here that's playing the preview uh, for... Uh, uh, Hitman's Bodyguard. Which is funny because there's three Marvel people in that movie. Yeah. So, so we got those. Um, we got about a month until the dark tower so that's you know i'm looking forward to dark tower i don't know hopefully it's good but i'm looking forward to it what else do we got atomic blonde yeah that's in july um planet apes valerian is out in two weeks i feel like we're obligated to see that one since we've seen the trailer 57 times now, speaking of, like i said today i'm so i'm I know it's just because we've been to the movies so many times. Yeah. I'm so sick of some of these trailers. <laughs> like, my favorite thing is now that Transformers is out, we shouldn't have to see that Transformers trailer ever again. <laughs> I'm going to somehow set up videos to where you click on that. Sort of, that's going to no. be your Rickroll no. video. No. <laughs> I'll pull a Derek and we'll end this podcast right here. <laughs> but, uh... So I'm getting the same way with Apes. Like, I love those movies. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it, but... I don't know. I'm I'm getting tired of seeing those trailers. Guess we're just going to have to start showing up at the movies later. I thought about that. <laughs> like, just showing up at the movies, like, 20 minutes in. Yeah. But, I don't know. Because, yeah, we live in a society where almost... I've never been surprised by a movie trailer in the movie theater. That used to be the thing. You'd have to get there. Yeah, for to find out trailers. what's coming out. Yeah. Like, it used to be my favorite part of renting movies and like stuff like that it's like you never wanted to fast forward through the commercials and yeah. all that stuff and now it's you know i've every trailer i've wanted to see i've seen 10 times on my computer or on my phone or on my tv on youtube before i ever make it to the movie well, that and you're seeing um what anywhere between 20 to 30 minutes of trailers at a time you're just like that's a chunk of another movie. Yeah, they are. I could be watching another movie right now. Yeah, like because you've already got, and especially if you go to somewhere like Regal, you got that twenty-minute gimmick that they do at the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. and then you go into twenty more minutes of trailers. It's like I've seen forty minutes of something <laughs> that wasn't the movie. That, that wasn't the movie it. before the movie ever starts, and it's never anything new. I've always seen every single trailer. I think that's why I haven't pulled a triple feature. I think if I had to watch the friggin' Transformers trailer three times in a row. 80 minutes of trailers. Oh, God. In a day. That would be. That's terrible. (laughs) Like, said that Samuel Jackson just flipped off the screen. Yeah. Absolutely. Let's cut down on the trailers. Yeah. I. I get it. Or start making that your 20 minutes before the movie starts. Like, I'd like the movie to start starting on time. Do you know they used to come on after the movie? Yeah, that's why they're called trailers. Yeah. Because they trailed the movie. Can we just go back to that? That'd be nice. 
It looks like, as far as theatrical releases, which there's some we need to catch up on. Looks like we got Atomic Blonde, Despicable Me, Apes, Valerian, Dark Tower, Hitman's Bodyguard, Logan Lucky. Looks like it runs us through September or July and August. So we're doing okay. Not bad, because even September looks pretty stacked. September we've got It, American Assassin, Kingsman. October's Blade Runner. November's uh, Ragnarok and Justice League. December's Jumanji, Pitch Perfect, and Star Wars. Justice so, League and Star Wars. That's 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 the main goal. Yeah, that's no, yeah. Get me to those. Oh, we've also got now with this trailer. We need to go see the house. Sometime. Mm. Really? We're going to wait for that one. I've read some reviews. Oh, really? Yeah. That may be one I hit on my own then one day. Or... Your your boy and uh, Amy Poehler are mm-hmm. the reason to watch that movie. And even then, it's not... Oh, nothing to write home about? Yeah. Yeah. I may pull that one one day when you're... Hang on, and you can catch it on DVD or something like that. Cool deal. But, since we're pretty much off of that, let's go ahead and call this one to a close. Um, as we said... Baby Driver, go see it. Some of these other movies, go see them. Watch them with us. So, uh, for this week's Real Talk, I've been Shane. I've been Robbie. See you at the movies. That's why I'm easy. I'm easy like some-